Cupid. I've got all night. Tremendous, it appears I'm free too. Maybe we should hand the do not disturb sign. I'll ask you to refrain from that sort of innuendo. You will when? Now. Okay. Doctor. Patient. Are we clear? Yes, indeed. It's one of my favorite games ever. I've got a hernia. I can't help you unless you let me. You want to help me? Mm -hmm. Get me out of here. I've got a job to do. I can't do it in here. Understand this. I am your ticket out. All right, hello and welcome. This is TV Donut for another week. This week we're talking about Cupid, the hour-long 1998 through 1999 drama slash comedy starring and Jeremy Piven. I was right, it was on ABC. Let me tell you, it is a gem. It is beautiful. No, it's the worst thing we've watched so far. No, 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 no. This is still better than Six, no. than six Degrees. No, I don't I think so. Oh, I, I, I think it is. This is, it's full of really outdated, I mean, here's the thing, the show's all about relationships, and it's very, got some very strange, outdated ideas that, like, 20 years down the road look, well, not even 20, it's like 16. Not even 20 years ago, yes. But they, they seem, you're like, whoa! Like, a lot of people say things in this show, it's like watching Friends. No. Yeah. It's way worse than that. There's an, okay, here's my thing, there's an opening scene in this show, you know what, should we... Should we summarize it for the audience? Let's first? summarize it. Do you want to give them a the, quick summary? Okay, so the pilot is called Pilot. Uh, again, uh. we complained about that last time. Uh, as Pierce said, it, it aired in September of 1998. I was just starting my last year of high school, just to uh, put us all in a weird time space. I was in junior high. There you go. No, I wasn't. I was in grade six. Yeah, grade six is junior high, isn't it? It's not different in, in not every in province. Yeah, in, it in is Ontario, here. it is yeah. six to eight. Here, I think it's seven, seven to ten. Seven to ten. Yeah, because anyways, it so doesn't matter. Okay, when a man claims to be Cupid, he is placed in the care of a psychi- psychiatrist. Ooh, Sorry, I screw this up every time. Who takes him under her wing. Obsessed with his mission on Earth, the man now known as Trevor Hale decides to help a woman find her true love. So there's some cool stuff here. Basically, it's Jeremy Piven is Cupid, and he thinks that uh, if he he's been kicked out of Mount Olympus, and if he gets a hundred couples together, like with true love, he'll get to go back home. Yeah, he also thinks it's going to take him about two weeks. No, 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 That's, five days. Oh, right. But there five days. He starts with two weeks, and then he scrolls back to five days. You're right. I think I can do it. He says. Which, obviously, as the audience, we are thinking, of course, it's going to take him forever because they need the show to go on forever. Mm-hmm. And he has no bow and arrow, which is his problem. Yeah, no Bonero, no magic. Basically, and the whole show basically boils down to his character, which believes in passion and true love and following a spark with somebody, and the psychiatrist looking after him, who also runs a singles group, who believes in like a cold clinical assessment of relationships. Yes. Like, look for someone you've got a lot of things in common with. You know, statistically, these yeah. kind of relationships Also, a lot succeed. about like what you want out of the future. Like, where do you want to live? Mm-hmm. Do you want to have children? That kind of stuff. Like, she's arguing that you need to be compatible, quote unquote, life mates. Mm-hmm. And his argument is like, no, it should be all about like, the heat and the chemistry and the passion. And they both make good points for both. Well, I think the yes. whole point of this horrible show is that together it's the right answer yeah you need both and like, clearly is that what we're supposed to be learning from this yeah garbage? yeah i think i think so and I, you guys i don't think it's garbage <laughs> i thought really it was angry. okay i'm so sorry I it's, it was and again okay. partially because it's created by rob thomas who mm. is one of my heroes creator Veronica of Veronica Mars. Mars. 
is one of my favorites and I want that I want to make something like that and then Piven I love Piven like yep. been a fan of his like before the Entourage days mm-hmm. he's in this amazing movie that almost no one has seen called Judgment Night with Dennis Leary and Cuba Gooding Jr. Mm-hmm. We and also found him on uh, Larry Sanders I was right? just going to say and he leaves that show way too soon well, yeah. does he, did he get fi- well doesn't matter he, I th- his character gets fired because he's sleeping with someone at the office. Yeah, no, we, we yeah. saw that we up saw until that. that part, until he left. But we weren't sure if it was him that got fired as an actor. Oh, Or if they wrote that, out the character. Or maybe was, he moved on to, like, got a better, more important part. He had a full head of hair then, and I think that that's, like, pre-plugs. Yeah, well, he's on the Ellen show as well. Yeah. yeah. His mm. career was really taking off then. And, like, he's got a respectable career, don't get me wrong, but... That was, like, his boom period. He sort of has this, like, Jack Nicholson thing where, like, he plays Jeremy Piven. Like, I haven't seen him sort of, like, he's not the Daniel Day-Lewis type where he, like, disappears into a character. But he has this just, like, charisma, this amazing timing. He's very good with comedy, Mm -hmm. and he can get really dramatic. Like, in the finale, we see him go, like, become an actor, mm-hmm. quote-unquote. And that's, even in that scene where he's, like, freaking out, he's, like, he's pretty convincing. Yeah, I, I can't, really I like can't criticize scene. him. No, no, no. Actor. I feel like he did a, a really good, sorry, he is that's not my the phone problem. following him. No, he's so not the problem. No, I, also, I need to say, uh, I've only seen, like, a couple episodes of Entourage, and every time I watch an episode, he's the only thing that I like watching and he's enjoy watching. And it's like, I he's, think just as an actor, he has that. Yeah. He's very, it's sort of, like, the comedic version of of Al Swearingen, where he gets all these incredible monologues, where yeah. he's just telling everybody, like, no, 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 it's this. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, he's such a great orator and like, an amazing actor. And the words he's saying. He's great on stage, like in a play. Are complete insanity, but he's talking and he, he makes you believe. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not love him very much, but even like the jokes he was throwing out in these episodes, and I will point some of them out. Please do. Were there are plenty. Horrifying. There was a certain <laughs> one where he like made a joke about putting a bag over Claire's head while they had sex. A paper bag. Yeah. And then he tried to like play it off like, oh, it's a fetish. It's not because I don't want to see your face. Yeah. It's like, I wanted to stab him in the eye. With oh, and he believes that once he has sex, he will be trapped on Earth forever. Yes. Oh, wow. That's, I didn't get that. That comes up in a later episode that was going to be oh, one of my it. donut questions. Okay, but, so uh, they give me a plot summary of the first episode here, and they mention that in this episode. Anyway, let's never look up IMDb again. We've learned our lesson. I, okay, so yeah. we start out the episode, Dr. Claire, is it Alan? Claire Dr. Alan? Claire Allen, yes. I just kept calling her Claire. Um, she... Paula Marshall, by the way. Yes, she runs a singles group, mm-hmm. and we start out there talking about whether it's okay to pick up people in the grocery store. Like, this, it's so hack. All of this is so hack. It, there is uh, nothing, nothing actual happens in these, like, everything no. is completely unprofessional. Yeah. Nobody has any idea what these people's jobs actually entail. Also, in neither of these episodes does one single person bring up the fact that Miss Claire, who acts like she's the god of relationships, that she's right, that she understands everything, mm-hmm. she's not in a relationship. No. Nope. So she's so awesome and good at this, and she knows that, like, where's her friggin' love? Like, it's, Of course they have to have her be single. It's clear that they're trying... Yeah, that's like the goal they is to be, to be Cupid together. and yeah. the Doctor are going to get together at some point. Totally. But it's, Even uh, hinted at in the scene where she talks about Psyche, yes. Cupid's love and Which wife. and was also made me barf. Psyche, a psychiatrist? Do you get it? Yes. Does everyone like, get it? Thing, are we hammering right? it home? Like they're <laughs> banging you over the head with the whole thing and it's so crazy. So she gets a call when she's in the middle of the group and it's the doctor at the crazy hospital. That's not a nice thing to say. 
The uh, the loony bin, please. Oh, better, better, Funny better. Farm. Uh, mm-hmm. She okay. tries to pass it off on one of her colleagues, but he says, "No, no, no. This is some like right up your alley. You're gonna want to see this guy." Shows up. It's Piven. He's been arrested for drunken disorderly, but they've tested him. He hasn't been drinking, and he was getting into it with the pimps on the street because he was offering to find people dates, mm-hmm. yes, for free. Yeah, and so um, the- brawling with a pimp. Yes. Um. So as. The Claire's walking in. She's talking to the doctor. She mentions she's having trouble writing her next book. And she says the line, love and science is a dry well. It's a dry well. Dear God. Love it was, and science is a dry I, well. I, uh, love and science. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of, of pretty hacky lines in this. We're going to get a dry way well. down. But, um, Sounds like a euphemism <laughs> for like a dried up vagina. It is. I know. It is. That's why it's so horrible. This whole fucking... Okay, so no. she meets uh, Piven, who thinks he's Cupid, like we've already explained. He's been cast down from Mount Olympus as a punishment. Mm-hmm. He gives sort of a vague excuse. I don't think that's the real reason. Do so we know what he's punished for? No, that's my point. It's like he tries to pass it off as, it's like, oh, well, people are having problems down here, and like it was said it would be good for me to come. But no, I think we at least we're supposed to find out what, so I think that's one of the donut questions. It's like, what is he being punished for? Is it yes. what's the disarray of love on earth? Or is it something that he did on Mount Olympus? Now mm-hmm. you're assuming of course that he actually is Cupid. I am. Right. Yes. I also well, do assume we're going he is to Cupid. get into that. Yeah. Once we figure out his maybe possible other identity. Uh, so then we, we get these two women on the street. They're reading one of Claire's articles in the paper mm-hmm. and another horrible line. Women over 30 expect perfection. True. That's why they can't find a man because they True. only want a perfect man. Yes. Not because they're older or more mature and they now understand that there are certain things they need out of a relationship and that they'd rather not be in a relationship than be with someone that doesn't have those particular qualities. Mm-hmm. It's that they need the absolute perfect man. And all other men are garbage. True. Right? True. Yes. Very, it's very so true. this is where the one, one, one thing happened that I liked about okay. any second of this horrible experience. And that is Connie freaking Britton. Oh. She was playing, um, was it Madeline? Madeline. Madeline. She's an amazing actress. She kills it on Friday Night Lights. She kills it on Nashville as a huge country musician, and she actually sings a country song in this episode. She does. I had no idea when I was watching Friday Night Lights that she could sing, and then she went on to do Nashville and plays, like, one of the biggest female country stars, you know, like a Faith Hill kind of character. And, And here she is, like, way back when, like... Showing that she could do that. It's amazing. And she's amazing. And I loved her even in this horrible show. Oh, good. That's all I have to say about that. See, I, I enjoyed Jeremy Piven, I think, in that yeah. way. He's yeah. Like, there's no, there's nothing I could ever say against him, I don't think. But yeah. He's, he's in, in, engaging. I liked, uh, the thing I liked most about this, I hate, I clearly hated it less than you guys. Like, I don't want to, I, I don't want to keep watching it. There's no point. Even the quality version. Like, that, we, we also couldn't find a very high quality that's version That's a of the huge show. problem for me, is that I couldn't even entirely focus on the show itself because the quality of the video we had was incredibly terrible and mine even went out of sync so i was just incredibly it was like watching an old vhs detached out of sync is one of the most distracting it was it was terrible and i i kind of just ended up listening to it because i couldn't watch the screen so i'm half of my opinion isn't valid but still the show is is really bad i i liked 
the idea that the psychiatrist who needs a new book, who's and all her stuff's about love, she finds a guy who wants who thinks he's Cupid, and then she starts treating him, but also using him for her book. Yeah, and maybe falling for him well, a little again. It's like she doesn't come off even like remotely sympathetic. Like we find out that she's only using these sad singles to do research for her book. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't really care what happens to them. And she agrees to help Cupid, but then immediately at the end of the pilot, like, changes the title of her book. Like, she's going to use him as her, like, little research project. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I don't think she's a good person. No, she, she, she said, like, the focus group is, they're guinea pigs for her next book. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. I, so I why would we like her or root for her? Like, I believe that she wants to help people. I, I She's also, I get that she has multiple interests. But, like, per example, in either episode, what action did she take to help anybody? She was against everything Jeremy was doing. Which was ended up working for the most part. Yeah, kind of backfired well, in, the, in the finale. But, well, yeah. She... Like, even in, she's focused on her own stuff, like the winning that dance competition, mm-hmm, and I don't mm-hmm. know, like, she's just a crappy doctor, which you guys she's obviously incredibly have already mentioned. incredibly professional as well. It's like, she's inviting, half the people at these meetings are her patients right. that this, she sees. The setup still is sees. very strange. It's so weird. And to have a big group meeting like this for singles? I yes. Mean, I, I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that works? It just... Well, then, yeah, it also like it, begs the question, why don't they just all date each other? And like, then, that's again, the finale, saying. it comes up, it's like, we've discussed this before, no dating within the group, it Which all leads to trouble. Like, but what's the point of the group? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I feel... Uh, it should be, are like, they a there single, to get advice? It's or are they very there to strange. Meet people? It's, it, maybe people do that, I don't know, but I've... I think it's a very, like, 90s... It was like, and oh, this, then it was when all the speed dating stuff was coming in. It's mm-hmm. like, this is before it, the internet, internet dating yeah. was a thing, right? So it's like you had to physically get there in person and do, like, your internet dating in a weird way. This is when you still see a lot of jokes about internet dating, like, because maybe the first site was out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And people are like, oh, internet dating. Uh, no thanks, I yeah. don't want to get murdered. It wasn't a thing at all back then. <laughs> Just the same. So we joke. get the scene where Claire is testing Cupid on the mythology, trying to see, like, trying to trip him up that he doesn't know his own story and that's when she tells him oh cupid was married to psyche which we're supposed to obviously think it's her and he's flipped out by that he has no idea he's never been married so right he's never been to earth right like that's why because she's a mortal Mm. so the story hasn't happened yeah right that's what we're to believe is that it's happening right now the other thing that drove me crazy is, like, all these weird, like, movie references. Like, they did, like, a Boogie Nights reference. They did! Oh. She referenced, uh, referenced the uh, way we were. They referenced fame, which he knew <laughs> the story of, and then, like, said that. I was like, oh, I'm omniscient. I've seen everything. Like, you know what this show does? Well, this is... It was so weird. The Where show did you guys is... think this was shot? Sorry to interrupt. Oh, oh I have no idea. It seemed... It's set in, in New Canada. York. No, Chicago. It's Chicago? Chicago. It's yeah. set in Chicago. But they are in Canada, I bet you anything. I would pay I money. See that. We'll look it up. But it's it's quite it looks possible. a lot like Toronto. There was a lot of Canadian actors in the lesser parts. That's oh, what yeah, yeah, yeah. That, um, oh, they're, so they're filling it like in. Like the lady with the super short hair, the one that he said needed an antidepressant when he was like, yes. Zit cream, treadmill. Happy pill. Yeah, Jeremy Piven's going through the group, giving people one-word solutions to all their relationship problems. So, Cupid finally gets out of the mental institution. He tricks his way out. a couple of weeks, I think they say. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, he lies to Claire, convinces her that he no longer believes that he's Cupid. Or does he? Like, I, I think she... We don't see that, but I think in the scene outside the courtroom where he immediately goes back to, okay, I gotta get my couples together, yeah. couldn't have done it in there. I think he definitely was playing along. Yeah. With the, like, oh, I'm, he says his name is Trevor Hale. Yes. Which we later find out is like a Kaiser Soze exactly. name. He picked it Tremor. Off, off the wall. Off of a quote Tremor on the Hale. wall behind the... Yeah, yeah, but before she realizes that, she goes to one of her police friends, asks him to do a missing persons search, and they find out that there is a... Was it TJ? It was an R.T. R- Hale. R.T. Hale went a, missing four years ago. Go ahead. He's a missing professor from a nearby university. I don't think... Did they say University of Chicago? No, they know. didn't say what university. Ugh, so Just some he university. he was accused of uh, some kind of inappropriate relationship with a student. And he went off... And then he disappeared. Yeah. So, I mean, the major beats of the pilot, he gets out of the institution and he's placed under her care. So that kind of sets it up that... she has to, like, take responsibility for him in court. Which, again, is like, that's not a real thing. No, none of this. None of this is based in reality. If that was true, she would just take back a recommendation and be like, keep him here then until you're sure. I don't have time to do that. And as a professional, she should not be encouraging this, like... Clearly, he's still delusional, and she is on board with this. But delusion. she wants the book. But yeah, so there's she's, a story in here for her. Oh my god! So we see Madeline at the group, and she tells out the whole story about how oh, all of the, again, all women are raised on mm. fantasies, and that's why we can't accept reality. She tells her whole "The Way We Were" story about dreaming of a, a strange, sexy man dancing with her, and then just walking away. It's like the whole thing is. Crazy. Yep. It's got a lot of strange ideas. And uh, Piven's like, yes, you need to have a beautiful train wreck. And his whole point is like, yeah, maybe relationship won't work out, but it's, you know, it's still worth investing in, even if it's going to, like, explode in your face. Uh, we meet Mike, who's played by Paul Adelstein. He's actually um, an actor that I really love, and the only reason why I made it through four seasons of Private Practice. Ah. Because he's good, okay. and but not good enough to get me all the way through it <laughs> who's mike uh he was the one that was like constantly questioning um claire's methods like in the finale he was like why are we going back to traditional dating yes. he was sort of like he didn't have much to do no. in either now. of these episodes but he was in both episodes he's i just wanted character to point that... him out because he's now again very famous yeah. and, and amazing and very actor. good yeah and clearly his role he's here the one is that's, like pushing the open mic night yes yeah, he's the one who should be raising the questions the audience have because he's challenging Claire on everything, but he kind of, he never really gets to the big ones. He brings yeah. up some issues, but... Feels like maybe a lot of his scenes got cut out for time. I can see it's that. like, he, yeah. So he just every once in a while gets a line or two. <laughs> they go to the Irish bar with the black bodyguard and the... That's Champ. Champ. Hispanic band. Played by Jeffrey D. Sams. Was that on purpose? That the bar was Irish... The security guard, the bouncer was African-American, and then the band playing in the bar was all Hispanic. Oh, my God. All the people playing the Irish music were Hispanic? The, on the guys, well, it was like open mic night, right? So, like, people that were singing were yeah. patrons. Oh, that's right. But the right. people playing the music mm-hmm. were all, uh, looked like Mexican. I doubt it, any of that was yeah. intentional. It just Well, they yeah. make a comment about the, because he does the fake Irish accent, because we find out Champ is actually an actor who's moonlighting at this bar. Uh, There's this weird guy at the bar that, like, strange. threatens Claire, and Cupid steps in and, like, gets rid of him, I guess? All that stuff seems so so minor. Basically, Madeline gets up to sing. She's persuaded to get up to sing, I believe, by... 
It's Mike. It's Mike's Mike. Mike pushes her. Thing. Yeah, and, and she's getting drunk to get the courage. She gets noticed by a guy. Of course, her voice is magical. Of course, her yes. voice and is magical. Perfect. She's so nervous but about singing, but we know it, it's she's... magical in real life. So, so at least she's actually doing that. Instead yeah, of faking to do that. Yeah. So it's Dave. Dave's the name of the guy that sees her across the room, which is exactly what she'd hoped for. And I yeah. didn't realize that he wasn't in the meeting. No. I thought he was in the meeting, and then he did exactly what she talked about. And I'm like, this is insanity. Told him to do it. It's yeah. So Cupid walks up to him because, of course, he's trying to get the couples together mm-hmm. and everything. Like he set up these orderlies, but they've broken up, so it's that backfired. And so, yeah, he tells this guy, Dave, like, okay, go over, dance with her, and then walk away, don't say anything. Like, Madeline just talked about this in the meeting. Yeah. Uh, what movie was it based on? It was just this the beautiful scene. we were. This beautiful scene where this man comes up to her, he dances with her, and then he walks away yeah. without saying a word. I called it the dance and dash. And that's like exactly, and that is exactly <laughs> what he does, and it's ridiculous. Yes, and she chases him out to the street. It's 2.30 in the morning, and he makes a weird joke about... Taking her to a war reenactment? Me. Oh my god, the Civil War. Yes, I was like, what is that? Like, is that their way At 2 o'clock in the them... morning, they close at 3, so we need to get there quickly to see this reenactment of the, the war. The whole thing was bananas. Why? But isn't that the most romantic idea of a date you could oh ever think god. of? Civil War reenactment? At 2.30 in the morning. Mm. Yeah. It's just so what you want. They decide to go for a coffee. Then we go back inside with Claire and Cupid. Cupid again makes a comment, something about like, oh, someone got you to dress like a woman tonight. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like Barf that. Barf in my throat. Yeah. Ugh. And so Maddie and uh, Dave, again, like they talk, oh, he asks, what's your biggest pipe dream? Mm-hmm. And what does she say her biggest her <laughs> biggest life dream is? Well, what is it, Heather? It's a white picket fence. <laughs> yeah. Then they make out. Yeah. They also bond over the fact that she loves baseball. I get. Yeah, oh, I that said, was the worst. He when she names like the. Uh, she knows the, baseball. So sexy. That's what I wrote down. He's really into it. Uh, like well, you know a catcher well, for the suck. Oh, and that's that's how we know they're in uh, Chicago. Yeah, they say it a couple times actually. The White Sox fan. I apologize. Uh, yeah, but that's yeah. Again, it's like it's so sexist and like. It's sexist against everyone. Oh my everyone. god, a woman that likes sport. Well, yeah, you're yeah. right. That's equally. It's, it's everyone comes off. Like, yeah, but the, it's I, so stereotypical. That's what it is. It's like men's roles, women's roles. Like yeah. this is what it is. These are the and walls, and gosh, isn't it funny? We just can't get together. Oh my god. Okay, so uh, Piven decides he's going to move in with Champ. That yep. was actually one of my favorite scenes with the whole student t- Tony award because he's so proud of his student Tony that he won. Champ is an actor behind the scenes and he's yeah. actually pretty good. He gives a great speech about he doesn't play the game. Like, he won't take traditional black roles that are, like, you know, Yeah, he won't racist. play a thug. He won't play... <laughs> yeah. Everything that came out of Jeremy Piven's mouth in this scene was, like, that would have been enough for him to kick him out. Oh, and this is not uh, accept this is him Piven's as roommate. We're seen because he's like uh, he's It's just, incredibly he's, insane. He does like a we he tells him he plays what role? Champ says that he Odysseus. plays Odysseus. Odysseus. Oh, and of course, for some reason everyone has a connection to Greek mythology in the show, which is nice. I he love knows Greek all mythology. Those guys. <laughs> but he's like, "Oh, I knew him and he he did yeah, this and this and a limp." Then he does this weird ridiculous <laughs> impression. Like if if like, immediately would say, please move out now. I will pay the rent myself. I would prefer this. Like, Just the whole thing is that, is that Piven's character is supposed to be very witty and charming, and he's supposed to, like, everyone's supposed to fall in love but with him. But he's not. He's so he's, offensive. No, he's, like, he's it's... very annoying. Yeah. He pushes his way past Champ, the bouncer, like, at the beginning of the night. He, like, sneaks into the yeah, bar. Yeah, tricks him. And then he, the next day, he moves in with him. 
Yeah. It's very And gets odd. a job at the bar. And gets a job <laughs> at the bar. He, like, seems to, like, state when he wants something out loud, and then he just gets it. So is that yeah. kind of, like, a weird kind of luck that's, like, the luck of the... The luck of the Cupid? The, the, the... Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was really weird, too. So Maddie and Dave are talking. He tells her that he once proposed and gave this girl this beautiful ring that was in his family. And mm-hmm. she did the, like, ugh, you want me to wear that ring? This was course, the scene I rewinded backwards because I'm like, did I miss something? Like, how did this story end? He never mentions that she still said yes and they still got married. Yeah. He was passing it off as, like, oh, it went badly and I realized that wasn't the right girl for me. No, no, no. Like, the scene switched at the end. I'm like, wait, what? That story didn't finish. I need yeah. to go back and see what happened. I'm like, no, I still didn't get an answer. Like, what, what happened when he proposed to her? It's okay, crazy that here's the mystery ask. question that probably you guys can't answer because you're even younger than I am. Yep. But in this scene, Dave is like, oh, you haven't even asked me what I do for a living. And Madeline says, well, does it involve the internet and credit cards? It means he's... Was that like a porn ref? No, no, like a con. Oh, my God. Like, you're not... Selling credit cards online or anything like that. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't no, even know what stealing. she's like intimating with that. Like, everything involves the internet and credit cards now. Like, this show. So, what does that mean in 1998? Like, one hackers. People didn't make money very. Like, there was. No, well, you didn't buy things online like you do no, now. No, no, no. But no, that's no. what I'm trying to say. Like, that's why I was trying to, like, was she talking about, like. She was talking about him being a credit card scammer. Internet porn? That's okay. Fair. And also, I mean, that's a. This show is full of 90s things. It's, <laughs> my favorite thing about it is it's like a little time capsule. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Piven Cupid refers to having sex as busting the pinata. <laughs> Did you bust the pinata? Yes, Dave. I didn't even. I call it dropping the heavy onion. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so Madeline goes to therapy. She says, Oh, I'm jelly. She asks permission. To seduce him. This is crazy. This Are you so asking weird. permission to seduce him? Um, I met a guy I like. Can I have sex with him? Only if you check out the list, she says. So before oh. they fuck, while they're having their little, um... We're yeah. not really given a timeline of how long they've been... Se- but the guys... Oh my god. The whole... We no. could We could stick with all of her patients for I'm the so entire sorry. show. Because they're all so... Fucked up. I just got confused with Finale, and I thought it was oh. the two guys with the bet. Oh, we'll come back to that. Story. It's yeah. a different story. Um, <laughs> so uh, Claire, Claire goes to Cupid and confronts him with a story she's gotten from the cough about yeah. this missing professor. She posits that he possibly fell too in love with a student, and then when the student left him, he wouldn't stop stalking her. Yep. That's why he got fired. He suggests that perhaps he slept with all the students, but then finally found the special one, mm-hmm. but the one before that got angry and made the new one's life a living hell until she killed herself. And then we never get a resolution. This story to, makes it seem that he actually was this missing Well, professor. that's what they're trying to make us feel, for sure, but, but it can also be viewed as a fact that, like, he's just saying, well, there's two sides to every kind of romantic... You disaster. don't know what, and happened. I think that's what it was. Well, plus, I think he is Cupid. By the end, at the end, I I do think he is Cupid. Well, once I we realize that the name is made up, like he has Hale. no connection to exactly. Tony Hale or to Trevor R. Hale, RT yeah. Hale, Trevor Hale, whatever. Like, I don't know that he's Cupid. Like, I I think it's funner to believe that, but I think that RT Hale is a red herring. Yes, I yeah. think that. But in the donut, we have found RT Hale. And it's not. I would. I but would agree with that. But she is still referring to him in the finale as Trevor Hale, Trevor. even though she knows for sure that's not his name. 
But it's Legally, he probably have to. If he didn't, then he would have lied in but court. But he has. He had, well, that wasn't court. That was like a. Wasn't that a it's hearing? A oh, he wasn't. He wasn't on the stand. He's think. not. Yeah, he's not being charged with anything. He's just being judged mentally sound or not. Yeah. yeah so he wasn't on. Or, and on I mean, roof. he has no other name given except Cupid. So Trevor. Yeah, and I don't think she's going to call him that. But I. Just, I she know. can't call him Cupid because it would be in, reinforcing no, his delusion. Is he credited as Trevor also, on IMDb? Yeah, he's credited as Trevor. Yeah, yeah. So I whatever. Trevor Hill slash Cupid. Cupid. Yeah. Cupid comes first. Yeah. Yeah. So Dave can't sleep after he's banged Madeline, and so he leaves her a note explaining that he's married. He's Perfect. married. She and wakes she up wakes and cries and cries and cries. cries. awful. Ugh. She's super pissed. She goes down to the singles meeting and flips out on everybody. Uh, and Claire, like that scene, again, she's just acting like she's so above everybody else. And it's like... She is kind of to above To me, it seems they're like sad. they're trying to show, like, Cupid believes he's a god. She has, like, a god complex, almost, with, when it comes to, like, her knowledge and expertise. Of, I would agree with that. Yeah, so I think they're both as delusional <laughs> as the other. And yeah. they both hold themselves completely above everyone else's relationships. They think that they're... I don't know. Yeah. They don't. Maybe they don't. They, they are manipulating everyone around them. Then we get the scene where the bear shows up. Anyone want to talk about that? Let's, let's talk about that scene. Well, hold on. Because let's do it. Because first, Cupid talks to. Uh, is it Mike? Dave. Not Mike. Today he shows up at the bar. God, all yeah. the guys in the show look he explains alike. Explains that his wife cheated on him and that he tried to make it work with her. But, but they're just not in like love. two years ago. She cheated on him. Yeah, and yeah. he's tried for a long time. So fair enough. I get it. Madeline is the real thing, he says, Madeline, and he does love her. Which is crazy after one, two dates, one yeah. date. I'd say like it's less an insane than a week for thing. Sure. Well, no, it's 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 the Cupid effect, you know, of true love. And I wrote down star-crossed lovers under the moonlight. The Cupid effect. You mean like syphilis? <laughs> no, the, the the effect that's of the syphilis effect. That's the Cupid. Oh, that's Cupid's disease of truth. Sorry, and love and Mount Olympus. Truth, real feelings. Well, the thing is, like, title. it's more than truth, issue of love, like Mount Olympus and real feelings. soulmates, right? <laughs> it's that idea that like that that one person is like really all you have to do is find them. Yes, and when you see them, you will know. And, and then they everything have is just fine after that. The moment, the moment of dance and silence and beauty was. Perfectly executed, and now they are in love forever. So Cupid hooks up. Uh, well, champ, this is how it works. Let's just say that uh, she's uh, that Madeline's at work at a, fl- I guess, a flower, flower shop. shop again. So fucking nineties. <laughs> of course, she works in a flower shop. Everyone works in flower <laughs> shops. I'm so sensitive and a woman. Ugh. And so a guy I make shows flowers. up. It's a lady job. It is a very lady job. And a guy shows up in a bear suit with a boombox, and he yes. dances around for a little him. while. I thought it was. I, I thought, thought it was Dave. Him Me too. too. It's even too. weirder that it's not. Yeah. Well, and why did he hire Champ? How did I, know. I guess? I guess Cupid sets him no, up with it. Yeah, Cupid probably. is connected. The, Cupid is the answer to all your questions. I know, but it's, I hate that. <laughs> and so the worst he part gives of that, her the ring, the mm. ring from the story. Yeah. Which is like, did you just rip that off your wife's hand? I'm guessing or did the wife he have to buy her a new, a new ring? ring? No, this is the ring. This is the one ring. The one true ring? I believe. Also, I mean, <laughs> I sent someone else over to give you a wedding ring in this a bear suit. Yes. Was it a wedding ring or was it just it's an a... engagement ring? Oh my God. It's an, it's a, yeah, it's an engagement ring. Yeah. And the weirdest part of this whole Neither shot for these me guys is... Are in the finale. The bear's dancing around. Well, the around. show is very, um, like, not procedural, but it's, like, each episode is... Okay, that's it's what a, I wanted. It's a procedural. It's a, it's a procedural. That... Is it really? I didn't get that In the finale, sense and I don't know if you saw this, because I know you were struggling, 
we see the um, the opening credits. We don't get the opening credits in the pilot. Right. There are three characters. Yep. Can it's... we name any other show with an opening title sequence that has three or less characters? Seriously? That's it. It's, it's him, her, and Champ. Oh my god. They're the only three important ones. They're the only ones in the credits. Everyone else... Well, here's the thing. Every week, it's a new love story. Right. I had no idea like, this was, was the case. The group. There were several women that were in the, the last episode. It seemed like the, the group stayed constant. No. I, I thought the group would stay the same. There's there were the season. members There's for sure few. by the end. But there were some that were still there. And there were some that were gone. There yeah. were some that were in the... So we like, don't Maddie know. Maybe they've there. been... Yeah, she's only in that one episode. You know, she, I think there's a special guest star every episode. That's that just, crazy. Like, is randomly in the group and then That's disappears. actually all we get from them? I thought this would continue for sure. The show reminds me a little no, bit of... No, she's uh, only in that one episode. It does yeah. not seem no. like a... No, no, every show. week yeah. there's a new relationship. Because he's got to get to 100 relationships. I think I yeah. care for this show even less now. I yeah. was so shocked. And I literally, like, I can't think of another show that has less than, th- like, three, only three main characters. Yeah. What is the entire series. What's the deal with Castle? Castle has, because Castle, Castle has, has like, him the, and the, the woman her, and, and the daughter. The then there's the daughter. Grandma. Grandma. And then there's the, the boss. And then the, there's two other cops. Because that's, so that's the most similar kind of show that jumps straight to mind. Well, there's yeah, probably CSI it is feels like a, like a ghost whisperer kind of, like with Jennifer Love Hewitt, yep. where it's like, again, or a medium. Again, those are more sci-fi. But every episode, you have your, like, your family unit or your unit, office unit, mm-hmm. whatever it is. But the storyline is driven by outside people coming in, yeah. and it's new people every week. So, yeah, I just wanted to point that out, that I was, like, shocked when I saw that opener, and it was, like, boom, 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 over. I was like, what is going on? This is so weird. Also, a very 90s uh, infograph, a very Uh, 90s graphic, because it's, like, a still photo with, like, an old CG heart. And every commercial break, they did the, like, A little oh hard God. over top Art. of the city. Yes. Okay, so... Well, getting I'm back to, to the, see that every... Like, I know. I want to point out one thing about that bear dancing. Yeah. The worst this infuriated me more than anything else in the show was worst. how much her co-worker was enjoying the, the dancing bear. bear. Yeah. The and bear. kept cutting her yes. like, and she's like smiling and like, ha, this is great. Uh, well, you bear. work at a goddamn flower uh-huh. shop all day. Oh, I'm sorry, the exciting stuff that happened. Yeah. Okay, what we're almost to the end of the pilot. Cupid hates... Everything he likes the easy way better. He wants his bow and arrow back. Yep. Uh, he, that's when he mentions he's never been in love before, and she. That's when she changes the book title. Okay, I was really confused about this. Okay. Okay. Oh, we should. Sorry. Say when Madeline, you say she changes the book title, you mean that uh, Claire, Claire, Claire is changing the title, the title book from the group stuff something dumb to, to something, something dumb Cupid. about Cupid. Yes. Okay. Uh, Madeline. Meets Dave. So the, the, the something dumb about Cupid is the search for Cupid. The search for Cupid. Fantastic. Plug that in. Madeline there. meets Dave, obviously forgiving him for not mentioning that he was married. Mm-hmm. And then we get this scene. Okay, so we haven't mentioned this, but Piven slash Cupid, he strung some beads up in his apartment, mm-hmm. and they're to represent the hundred couples that he has to get together. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the pilot, after Madeline goes to meet Dave and forgives him, he looks up, and one of the beads has moved over to the far side. Mm-hmm. Has separated from okay, the rest. So it did it do that by magic? He uh, didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, he's looking at it surprised, like, oh. How did that happen? How did that happen? Okay, that's what I thought. It could have been magic, or yes. it could have been like because if he is a crazy person, yeah, because that's a, like the whole thing, right? Is like, right. is he or isn't he? It doesn't feel like that kind of show. Like they're paying. Like I feel like they're concentrating very much on his belief that he is Cupid, and I think 
I feel like the show is focused a hundred percent on just a discussion of relationships, especially after I read the synopses for all the other episodes this season. It's like, all right, this week we're talking about this aspect of relationships. It's a lot like six degrees where it's more about ideas than about characters characters or story. Yeah. I did read online that Rob Thomas said that he intended to never reveal either way. If he was, if he was, or he wasn't, which is, so I guess it's up to us to decide. I don't care for that. That explains why he, we haven't mentioned... Let's polish off the episode, because I, I hate this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think we're done with a the... A moves over. So, wait, wait, wait. What does it mean? Does it mean that Madeline and Dave are... Are match. I think Matt. it's Madeline I and think, Dave. Yeah. Okay. I think that means one down, 99 to go. Well, Madeline shows... Like, okay, did we mention the letter that was given to uh, to Madeline by the bear? Yes. Yes, the letter? And everything, yeah. yeah. And, yes, she did show up. Which means, I think, yeah, they're yeah, together. That they were, and to, especially to now match. that you say that she's only in that one episode, I think they they definitely are. Yeah, a true match, definitely. All right, let's talk about the finale, which is, is not the finale. No, episode fifteen is the last one we could find that aired, titled that, that exists. Botched. There's supposed to be a total of seventeen mm-hmm. episodes. The last two aren't produced, as far as we can tell. But I don't think they were shot. Yeah. Well, that yeah, we can find. Same. And this one says N.A. under, like, when it was aired. So I don't even know if, so it, if it did air. Never if aired. it got aired, Holy I'm not hell. sure. It's titled Botched Makeover. Yes. When and she- this was the the worst part of this entire show oh, happened. This within this character, Within this episode and the one character that I'm like, what the fuck? Laura what Layton? the fuck is happening here? Uh, okay, on. when Trevor visits the set of Champ's TV show, he meets an intelligent, modest assistant who never got much respect from her colleagues. When he hears she sends herself flowers to spice up her boring life, he invites her for one of Claire's sessions. During the first session, she already gets in contact with Tom, a first-class womanizer. That's not true, because he's not there at the session. I think he meets her outside of the session. Yeah. Um, Here's another question. Sorry to interrupt. Um, I can't remember, but in the pilot, did Claire tell Cupid that he shouldn't come to the group anymore? No. Okay. That no. was being disruptive? Okay. I wasn't sure. If I imagine I don't that. think that Sorry happened. That. No. Okay. No worries. Um, this episode really strikes close to home because it deals with a writer's room and a writer's I, assistant. Yeah. The job that we're all angling yeah. for. And the person we hope to be. It's yeah. so inside baseball, and I hate when TV shows do that. It's inside... Because oh, sorry, they... I know they find it so much more funny than, like, the average person would. Because it's their life experience, but it's like there's so much stuff in here about like, ugh. Anyway, it was so poorly handled. I don't it was like it. it's inside baseball, but does it feel like real baseball? No, it feels like a person who thinks they know what's happening inside a writer's room, writing about a writer's room, and they should know because they're writers and like, they're actually producing a show right now. When she screamed "cut" in the middle of that scene, <laughs> you would never do that. You no. would wait till they were done, and then you would say, "Listen." Like, I did that. Like, none of this. You scream cut in the middle of the scene? The writer's assistant screams cut? Yes! Yeah, bye. No, it's like, what the fuck do you know about any of this? And it's it's ridiculous because they're doing it. No, exactly. You know what? It's so frustrating. The whole arc of this, uh, uh, this womanizer is... His name is Tom. Tom. His name is Tom. Tom Kane, (laughs) I believe. Yes. He's kicked out of the uh, group. He slept with a bunch of the women in there. 
I thought it was three. He was trying to well, sleep it was, with three women in three weeks. We don't actually know. The, right. He may have slept with everybody in that room. We, we cut a cut. They cut off after the third person that spoke up about him sleeping with her. But and then, then he would have accomplished the bet already, right? Then why is it? But was that the bet? This? I think the bet only came up after he was kicked out of the group. No, I think that's why he joined the group in the first place. Is oh. because he makes a series of strange womanizing bets with his greasy friend. Yeah. Well then, okay. He that's starts fair. off the episode. He's telling this bullshit story about how this woman broke his heart, and he showed up at her house, and her ex boyfriend was there. Answered the door he's in a towel post coitus. Dog that he has. He does not have that dog. Which is not how many real. pounds? Eighty pound dog. Seventy pound. Seventy dog. pound. Barnaby. Dog. The dog's name was Barnaby. And then this woman, Daphne, says like, "No, you're a liar. We hooked up. As soon as we had sex, you stopped calling." And then another woman speaks up and says, "Yeah, you did the exact same thing to me." And he says, "Oh, well, you shouldn't have snored. Yeah, that's why I left you." Um, so I think it was that he's made this bet with his sleazy ass friend that he can join the singles group and sleep, get like three women in the group to have sex with them within three weeks mm-hmm. of him being in the group and he slept with two of them but now because they've spoken up publicly in front of everybody else he gets asked to leave and Claire says just come and see me for a private session which I, think I don't you think are he right. does right he never does that he no does, he doesn't he, he says it sarcastically like oh yes I'll make sure to sign up for those immediately after I leave also they but say that he uh, they found a bunch of tapes at his house with women's names and dates on them so he's recording them having sex yes and he's oh. lying about having a dog Oh my so god! Cuban the worst part is about, about the dog. Yeah, yeah, tells him that he's being a dick, and um, that's when we get the the theme song and the three person intro, which wasn't that bad <laughs> for a ninety. Oh god! Super nineties. Oh, another. Th- this whole episode has one of the biggest nineties things in it. It's obsessed with swing dancing. Oh, that was terrible. They're so, and they're why did that happen? And actually, characters also, on the show asked, "Why is this happening?" Both episodes had like such a huge dance component to it. Like, it made me wonder. Like, did they go on these outings as a group regularly? Like, did they go bowling or to the movies? It like, said practice? that they they always go to that bar. Yeah, after their sessions, which right. is odd. Let's go from therapy. To the bar. Yeah, but it's just like, ugh. Okay, so the show that Champ is working on is called Sunset and Vaughn. It's like a buddy cop thing. You actually mm-hmm. got the title. I did not. Yeah, they said it a couple times. Um, and we see him acting. We're supposed to be like, what's going on? But, but it's clearly, it was clearly, clearly obvious. Clearly. Yeah, exactly. He's um, some kind of ghost. I thought, I, th- I liked Oh, yeah, they... he was dead. He was coming <laughs> back to, to tell the guy to... Well, then, is he off the show if he's dead? Get that junkie for me. Or is he always playing his dead self? But can't see, answer. It was a wrap. That was the last scene they shot, too. It was it. But he's also... They, they show him later he's on the show, right? Yeah. With Piven. They're doing another episode. Maybe he's in the... Ho- I, I can't. The it's, it knows. seems like an oversight. Like it doesn't so yeah, Cupid sense. shows up, he's bored, and then all of a sudden he decides, he sees a bunch of people waiting to audition, and he's like, oh, I'm going to go in there. And, and again, this is another example, just like when he's like, I want to work at this bar, and mm-hmm. he just gets the job. He's like, I want to be on this show, and boom, he gets the part. Like, Well, I mean, and Cupid is Oh, like, and he also points out that he's not going to have money for the rent. Yes, that's why he, that's why Champ lets him audition, because yeah. he needs money for the rent. Well, yeah. it's just like the IMDb summary says, he's supposed to be charming and larger than life. He's charming as Piven, but I feel like he just kind of railroads everyone around him, and then they just relent. 
Yes. Or I maybe... feel like his monologues are supposed to be extremely intelligent. Like, I thought Whoa. his audition was good. I'm not saying that. No, he, his yeah. audition was good. And he it's acts just, very like, well in the he's scene. He's so unexperienced. He, like, there's no way he walked in there with like a resume and a headshot. No, he had nothing. automatically give him the part over all of these actors. It, like, it just seems like he's got some kind of magic, like, essence. The magic kind still lives within him. people to like just want to let him have what he wants. But there's no reason for it. It just looks like this average well, yeah, normal guy is just somehow getting the There was actually place. nothing. No, I think his audition was pretty good. Yeah, no, his I His audition was good. But... I thought he nails it. I yeah. wrote nails it. Well, but it's, that's him. So yeah, we meet Laura Layton who is playing Christy. Christy. Which the holy writer's sh- assistant, clearly a beautiful, beautiful woman yeah, who they've tried to make dowdy. She's all that story, exactly. She's wearing clothes that are ten times too big for her. She's got her hair in, like, weird childish pigtails, glasses. glasses, and down her nose. The glasses don't match her face. Yeah, she plays uh, one of the moms on Pretty Little Liars now. She's oh, so she's super hot. gorgeous. She still was hot. She was the one thing that was, like, holy Cow, this is incredibly terrible, she was and also I'm going in to. Rose place in the, uh, the late nineties. It's the fact, of, but it, it happens the... later on, so we can talk about it later. Now, but Cupid mentions he runs the singles group. Is that just a line? I think it's a line. Or, okay, mm-hmm. I wrote that out. I wrote it down in quotation marks, like his focus group. And like I think he's just yeah plugging himself in as the leader because. He does run it, I think, with her. It seems like they kind of work it together, but I don't see her, like, getting in, like, that that's, yeah. I think it's still her focus group, but he feels like it's his. He brings Christy to the group. Sorry, go ahead. I just want to get through the stuff there. We see that she is being spat on by the other, one of the other writers. is Her boss. She works specifically for that lady writer who's really Yeah, Kim. And she's she's super mean to Christy. There's one male writer there who seems kind of nicer to her. She's incredibly bitchy. She is incredibly bitchy. And that guy is obviously in love with her. Yeah. Yeah. The director seems nice. How how funny is it that His name is Josh. Yes, it is. How funny is it that they're looking for... Like the first scene we see, they're, they're at the writer's table. And they're looking for original ideas... Nobody has any, of course, but it's also in a she's all that situation. Like, oh, the clearly ugly girl, the clearly beautiful girl is ugly and she's going to get a makeover. It's just, oh, Ah, Oh, so frustrating. Yeah, so she comes up with the brilliant (laughs) and original idea that the perp has diabetes and that's why something bad happens. I didn't even really understand what they were talking about. She gets told off for that and then it turns out she's been sending herself flowers, which is why he notices her. her. Why Cupid notices Christy and invites her to the group. Right, yeah, he invites her along. She says something about how her opinion doesn't matter because no one pays attention to her. Uh, yeah, she's also awful, by uh, the way. Cupid says, oh, you need a makeover, which uh, Claire's like, no, that's not the way to go. Like, you got to build up someone's confidence. You can't just, like, change the way they look and hope everything works out. Just the thing, holy shit. Yeah. He gives her a makeover, and she is a completely, completely different person afterwards yeah right. it's yeah. like her personality she's actually a different person she has a it's lot of confidence completely, completely insane thing, right? it's it the goes most from uh, my opinion doesn't count to her screaming cut in the middle of a like thousands of dollars of scenes going on just because you change the way a person looks doesn't mean their personality would will follow suit mm-hmm. immediately after it was mm-hmm. crazy yeah like, there, there was a couple times I wrote this, I'm like, okay, this is a completely different character than the person we saw at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. And this is our A plot. Yeah. This and is the like, big plot of the... And, and basically, she comes, to the, she comes to the session, which is where she meets this creep from the beginning, 
No, she doesn't meet him there. She, I thought she met she, him outside. She, oh yeah, maybe when she's walking out. Yeah, he's there. He's not at the meeting. He's like outside spying on them. Exactly, with his looking for someone he can pick up. Yeah, and she's yeah. obviously the one with the least amount of confidence. It's so the most uncomfortable meeting thinks, they've ever had when she's there with it, and she, she she's asked to share her story. It's like, please move past me, and yeah. it was completely uncomfortable. She is not a socially. Well, and the reason that he asks her out is his friend wants him to date the most unattractive person, right? Yeah, it's the bet. No, it's part of the bet. I like think he the has slept with two, and he needs one more. And yeah, she says she he, won't be a problem. He picks her exactly is because she's easy bait, like yeah. easy an easy target. Uh, I don't yeah. think it's particularly because she's unattractive. Uh, he says well, she's not unattractive. He, no, that's the thing. he doesn't even recognize her later. Fucking friends, like oh, you should get double points for having to fuck that. Basically, is yeah. What he says. But that's there's a not, lot of references made yeah. to her being unattractive. Even though we all, like, she's not unattractive by any means. Yeah. No, any and as you see later, oh, oh, oh. She's just not showing off her cleavage. Let's just run through this plot line, because the other plot line, the B plot, is the swing dancing. The dancing. And that's just, ugh. Yeah, well, I mean, they're ugh. sort of intertwined, right? Because that's where they end up going on their date. Well, they go on a, uh, they go up for dinner, and she invites him up, and he declines to have sex with her. By the timeline. So I think he actually, after he, after the makeover, after she actually looks quote unquote attractive, mm-hmm. he sort of likes her. So he does. He, he definitely Yeah, does. no, that's the thing. He not actually, sleep with her and to lose the bet. He, he definitely so. likes her. Yeah. And they have a ridiculous, when they meet at that restaurant, mm-hmm. they have a ridiculous extended, like she comes up to me, she's like, hey, are you, I think we're meeting? And yeah. like he's says like, his no, name. Sorry, he's like, I'm no, meeting I'm meeting someone, someone else. Yeah. And nice line, though. Yeah. Because like, he knows like what she looks like. seconds. Even though he shouldn't. Uh, yeah. Yes. He's pretending he doesn't know who she is, only that he read an article that she wrote. For Spin Magazine. And yeah. he can't answer any of the questions she yeah. has. But then we see him later article. reading it, and that's how because we know he, actually he really cares. Cares. Now, yeah. By now the way, that she's beautiful. Another yeah. 90s reference. That means that this is a time when Spin was still edgy. Yeah, totally. So then they show up at the dance competition. Mm-hmm. Cupid sees it's the douchebag from the beginning mm-hmm. and runs over to, like, I don't know what, beat him up, I guess. She slaps him in the face a couple of times. She slaps him. Oh, uh, Christy the, slaps him in the face because the friend shows up yeah. and spills the beans. Because guess what? He doesn't recognize her either because yeah. she's so beautiful all yeah. of a sudden. He can't believe it. So, yeah, he's, he mentions the bet right in front of her. Like, even if that's not the girl, he's obviously trying to get with that girl so why would you stand over her and be like huh remember how we had that bet that you'd fuck those three sad ladies <laughs> did you do it did you do it did you do it even when he's on a date like this is the place you want to bring this up and why is he even at the dance competition how would he even know no about it in the first place uh, well everyone goes to swing dance competition everyone who's anyone at speakeasy oh chicago speakeasy morley's what's it called again who cares oh god Right, so that's the end of that storyline. She slaps him in the face, and then suddenly she has all the confidence in the world. We didn't even mention he has the chance to sleep with her on that night well, before he loses the bet. Saying. Yeah, yeah, he actively decides, and not he to says, have sex like, he says, good night, lose the bet, and then he tries to like pawn it off on his friend, like, oh, I didn't know what day it was. Oh, that'll never happen again. And that's the I, end which, of it. I thought I had which, till tomorrow. That one, that one line, that don't worry, that'll never happen again, does make me think that he's learned something from this. I think or he's saying, I'm opposite. never going to make this stupid bet again. I just found someone I'm interested in. No, I no, think he, no. he, he, he's playing that. right into that because he's no. yeah. he's genuinely interested in her. After yeah, he the first is. Day. But but, but at the end of that scene, face, he, he tells her like the thing he says, like, oh, I thought I had until tomorrow. I am not the guy who fell in love with the person. He goes right back to the person. I think he's. I think he's keep like 
playing it off to his friend, and he genuinely feels badly about it at that point. Quite possibly, but I think he will still continue to be friends with that dude. And Probably. continue down that path rather than improve as a person. I would, I would like to think that it means he's not going to make any more dumb bets, at least, and maybe, maybe stop scamming women. You never know. I think he will, but uh, it's fair. I think he was saying the opposite. I think I don't so too. know that he necessarily, like, you're, he could have just been, like, bravado in front of his buddy being like, oh, well, I, you know. That's like, what I felt. I, I think it was, like, was oh, more yeah, sure, about sure, how, what sure. his friend thought of him. But yeah. I feel like if he didn't want to be friends with that guy anymore, he would have just told him off at that very moment well, we and gone to her. We which, don't know what their relationship is, those two guys, either. Maybe he has to, I, like, I mean, I don't I think, but I don't think, I don't think they come back because you said this was a, it's a oh, week they by don't. week thing. That's the thing. So I think those guys are. We don't even know if they ever have a chance they're, to come back. They're just terrible people. I think he goes back to being a terrible person. I don't okay. think they're going to get back together. I should probably end up with the writer, right? Probably no, oh, no, because right, he stole the thing because, from her. Uh, in in before the date, she's been uh, working with the the writer who clearly has a crush on her to on on trying to figure out a story. He tries for this to pretend the flowers were from him when yep. they weren't. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, he comes in oh, on her practicing dancing with Cupid and clearly right, seems a little, jealous. like, jealous. Yeah. And then when she comes to set, they're using her ideas and she stops production. No, they're using her it. actual script. Yeah, he doesn't know the next line in the script and she does. And that's how she proves that she wrote it and mm-hmm. he didn't because he can't even say what the next line's going to be. And then we get an amazing scene where she tells her boss, the writer, to, like, go walk her own fucking dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the, the most insane scene also. Again, you she get still immediately works for that fired. Woman. Exactly. Like, the dogs need to go for walks. Like, oh, you know where the leash is? I'm yeah. like, no! It's like, on a TV show, the director's not your boss. Like, he's got no. no control over what happens to you. And then that woman, she, she's like, ugh, and turns around and... Goes to walk the dogs. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Also, the she, director... She's going to hire a new assistant. Uh, I don't think yeah. she would ever walk those dogs by herself. And that follows... The director just asked, like, was like, okay, we're going to make this work. You know, let's work on this right now. And then the showrunners asked her to walk the dogs. Like, no one on that show is acting the way they should. Yeah. It no, like, no it's as if nobody knew what how a television show was run, but they're making a... If, while they're, they're making, making it one. Right in front of them. It this this seems... Sane, it, this is strange. crazy. Uh... The dance competition. Yes. What was the point of that? I don't get it. Uh, Claire and Cupid had a bet that they could beat each other at the dance competition. Cupid was going to dance with Christy, and Claire is dancing with Champ. But both of them bailed. If Champ wins, or if Claire wins, then... um, She says if Champ and I win... Yeah, then Cupid has to start writing this very important dream journal that she's been asking for. And if Cupid wins, Cupid and his partner win, then she has to be his personal assistant on set for a week while Mm -hmm. he's acting. Mm -hmm. What the point of that was, I have no idea. But that was the gist of it. It was a joke, I think. It was an attempt at comedy from the showrunners. And Cupid kind of pushed them into the dance contest as well. He thinks... I mean, he says no that. because he doesn't know how to dance, but and he doesn't. But he's, then he's this weird line about how dancing is just how to show people how you would fuck. It's true. I'm not saying it's not true. It's totally true. I'm just saying it wasn't his plan. The whole thing was like, oh, people never dance anymore. I'm going back to the traditional way of courting, like that was her whole thing. Yeah, because she had decided that the traditional methods 
of dating are now back in style, even though in the pilot it was all about, oh no, it's all about modern techniques. So only in 14 short episodes, the whole entire world has completely turned upside down. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she's she's strangely formal. She like I guess that's why she likes swing dance so much, because it reminds her of the 50s. Simpler time when gender roles were real simple and straightforward. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knew what they were and what their business was. Does Claire believe in the beads by the finale? Like, I, there was a certain scene where she was saying, like, she was mad about the makeover and she didn't understand, like, she didn't think that was going to, was the right approach to, mm-hmm. like, but then she says something about, like, oh, I know you want your beads. Like, I don't know. I felt like she sort of believed in it. Uh, well, or she that might she believe in it. placating him. I think she's placating him as part of, because... She wants him to keep the dream journal. She is still writing this book about him. She clearly still believes that he's a, a man, just a, just a man with a delusion. Yeah, I don't know. It's difficult. It was unclear. To I decide felt like. on. Um, I, that's when he made that disgusting comment about putting the paper bag over her head, mm-hmm. which made me want to break my television. But they go to the contest. Both their partners have to bail. Yeah, Champ has to be on set. Christy is upset by her date, so they end up. That whole together. that whole scene was also crazy. Where she's like, "Oh, this is this is Trevor or Cupid manipulating us so that you won't be here for the dance contest." And he's like, "No, no, no! I gotta go to work." He like, said, what? and I quote, "And one day, whoever gets their office first, like a real real person's office, where I'm gonna get this printed on a poster for you." TV people aren't planners. <laughs> they are the music makers. <laughs> what? They are the dreamers. Of dreams. Shut up. Oh, it's fantastic. Shut up. That is garbage. No, it's, it's hilarious. It's amazing. Garbage. How did I miss that? Oh. I, do. I, I had and to keep so stopping you know and starting this show. What I hated the most of that scene is when she walked in and then she asked him how she's how she looks. Like, she's looking for validation from him. Like, I just was like, oh, it's so gross. It's so gross. <laughs> Please tell me I look beautiful. It's so not based in reality. Uh, it's... Yeah, I it's very it. stylized. Holy shit. And it's extremely it. 90s. It feels so, old even in the 90s. Yeah, Tom loses his bet and Claire loses her bet because they do end up dancing together and it's, Cupid and Claire win the competition. But Cupid specifically said me and my partner and Claire specifically said me and Champ. So, so he, she technically loses and she has to go be his assistant on set. Which is another attempted comedy in the final scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. it. That's the whole fucking thing. Where Christy points out, it's like, oh yes, you'll have to. We don't get the last two episodes, but, so they end basically on a dance contest and a little. Yeah. Well, no, the actual, even... the actual last scene is where Christy tells Kim to go walk the dogs. And yeah, I just that's wrote how down, it Jesus ended, on the, like, go walk your own fucking dogs. Like, Jesus Christ. And again, not even on any of our main characters. People or... we're never going to see again. Yes. Okay. Very, very strange show. Um, Do we have... I have six donut questions. We sort of discussed them as we went along. Like, what's Cupid being punished for? Is Claire psyche? Yes, I think we can all agree that she's psyche, yeah. right? That yeah. they were supposed to end up married. Yep. Uh, I think I read online as well that Rob Thomas said that the they would be the 100th match. Oh, God. Shame on you for thinking this would get 100. It had to have a minimum of 100 episodes with one <laughs> successful relationship per episode. episode yes. 100 was, episodes. Which show has 100 episodes that you truly love? A lot Simpsons. of shows make a, have 100 episodes. But no, the ones that you truly... Like, out of our top five? Out of our top five shows? Battlestar definitely did Battlestar. 100. Battlestar? Yeah, that's it. At least that's probably the only one. But did they? Did, what about six feet? Dancing under? with the Stars no, hit hundred. No, no. There's only there was like what? How many per season for for six feet under? Six feet under. 
six feet under is like 12. 12? No, they wouldn't have hit They would, yeah, they're nowhere near. It's almost only exclusively shows that do 22 episodes yeah. a year because yeah. that, it adds up so much faster. And quickly. Way. And then yeah. you, once you get to about, I think it's season five is when you hit 100. Yeah. I guess... 20 usually is over 20. If yeah, they could have made season. it to six seasons, but, but can you imagine this holding uh, up for six but seasons? But was there even a successful match in the last episode we watched? No, right? Well, we know there was one in the first one. Yeah. In the last one... I don't think there was. That's a really good Nobody point. Nobody got together in that one But you never know. There may be a couples... In, in some episodes, there may be more than one. That's true. Is Cupid the missing Artie Hale? I vote no. No. Um... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not. it. Well, we can't. We covered all my questions. No. I have to think of. Well, do we have a quiz? You Here's do have Ray? a quiz. Um, okay. So this is... Donut time? Yeah, it's donut time, but... Uh, it's fine. We hated the show. It well, doesn't really matter. Like, I, I mean, it doesn't matter because one of us wants that donut, but let's not get too stressed out about well, it. Well, let's be serious. We always cut it cut it up, so it doesn't yeah. even matter who wins. I, if I win, I'm eating it this time. That's fair. I'm just kidding. So, I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a procedural... Nothing carries over, really, except for those three people. Yeah. The little bits of the group, maybe. Like, the group, their chorus is the group. So, um... Good point. I didn't think of it that way. But, but I, did, right. I did read the final script. We found the script for the final episode, the actual final episode. That's crazy that you read it, by the way. Good job. I wanted to find... I needed something to ask you guys about. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you more about where it was going. And oh, whether grief. or not the finale, the actual finale, can work as a, like, a season or series finale. So, do Claire and Trevor get together? Do they hook up? Like, have sex or kiss? Anything. What do you think? What do you think? The Comes out of the how, date how that they set up at the end of the finale? do you guys think that they get at the, by the end of the first well, season? Well, she is so adamant. We didn't even really talk about that, about, like, because he flirts with her pretty hardcore in the pilot, and she's just, like, unprofessional, unprofessional, blah, blah. You know what happens Which in the like pilot, though? Which is, like, everything you do is unprofessional, lady. Like, why stop here? You know what happens in the pilot? When they're at the asylum, uh, Trevor slash Cupid is talking to one of the orderlies about hooking up with a nurse. Yeah. And she's like oh, eavesdropping and he's what saying all these name? like sexy, Hector. Hector, thank he's you. He's saying all these like sexy cliches like, yeah, you gotta tell her this, tell her, tell her this, her throw her up her against her, like, a wall. Think about how she smells. Yeah. Hey, oh, and, and you see uh, Claire, like, hiding behind a post, and she's her breathing yeah, is getting she's all like, ragged. Oh, she's like, ah. That's exactly that's what I want to hear. And that's the scene exactly where he finds out she's a quote-unquote relationships expert, which mm-hmm. is hilarious. Okay, I'm going to say yes, they kiss. I think so, too. I agree. I think they kiss by the end of the season, but it goes no further than that. That's a great theory from both of you. They do not kiss. Oh! They do not kiss, but there's a bunch of comments in the like the final scene of the finale. They have a discussion alone at his house, and uh, they're both talking about being alone, being with somebody, finding that right person. So I think we all agree. In that case, I think by the end of the series, they certainly would have been the 100th couple. Yeah, as you I suggested, think that was the intention for sure. But yeah, they would have had to keep them apart as for as long as possible. Okay, this one's uh, this is aimed at Saskia, but I feel Plus, like... Plus, you said she turns mortal. He would turn mortal if he had sex with her? Um, this is what IMDb told me on the oh. freaking synopsis of the first freaking episode. Maybe this I accidentally in... clicked on the series, but it says that. This Sorry. leads to my next question. Mm-hmm. Is Sherilyn Finn on the show? <gasps> what, yes. the, what the hell is that? I know the answer is yes. 
How, what, What's, and your answers, can, your answers, Saskia? Well, no, Sherilyn Fenn, yes. by the way, is a beautiful Audrey Horn from Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. She's my favorite character she's, on the show. She's uh, also um, in Dawson's Creek and gets to have sex multiple times with Casey. Uh, yeah, she's, why, why she's amazing. And, well, Anytime, baby. She's the sole reason for you asking the question needs requires me to say yes. Uh, you're right, she is. Yay! Uh, Trevor is very interested in her, but believes that if he has sex with a mortal, he will become mortal forever. Well, obviously he's very interested in her because she's perfect. That was a big reveal for me, though. I assumed he could still get get laid. Yeah, well, plus he talks in the beginning definitely about how Mount That's Olympus. his belief. Is it his belief, does, or is it... It's his... Well, he, he believes it fervently because he... To himself, he is Cupid. Yes. Right? He believes he is Cupid, so yes. he believes this. But he clearly must still have mortal desires. Do they not? Well, they come have up? sex in Mount Olympus, right? Because it's like he's oh, talking like in the crazy. beginning, so it must be crazy for him to like not be able to have sex at all for like an indeterminate amount of time that could take forever. Yeah. Does that mean like if he jerks off while he's on Earth, then he also turns into a human? I that think, is, that I think is just a, a bunch of flowers right spring up wherever he lands. <laughs> um, Cupid gets himself a pet. In the finale. A pet? He gets himself a pet, something to love, a new type of love for them to talk about. What kind of pet does he get? Well, I think dog is the wrong answer because that's immediately the answer that jumps to mind. I'm going to go with a bird because it flies. That's beautiful. Mm. Hannah? I'm going to say it's a cat. Interesting, interesting. I'm going to give that point to Hannah for being mm-hmm. closer. It was a dog. God damn it. Oh! You better remember the show we're watching. Think it's of the very most obvious. obvious answer. You are yeah, true. Yeah. You're right. Uh, so it's two to two, guys. See, I, I think I went a bit into yes. I'm sorry, and uh, I don't actually have an answer for this, but I wanted to ask what you think Cupid's being punished for. Yes, that's what we were talking about right at the very. You don't have an answer for this. I don't think they there ever are got no to it. No questions I can ask. I'm going to read you guys before we get to this. I want to read you some of the descriptions of the other episodes. A couple of them really stood out to me. How many couples does Cupid effectively get together by the end of the first season? That's uh, a question. It doesn't. In the summaries, it doesn't specify any of the relationships being successful. Well, or not. hot damn! And there's no no clear shot of the beads in the final episode either, so we don't no, get to know isn't. that, which is frustrating. Yeah, uh, we don't even know if he's gotten more than one. Here's an episode summary that you could not. I don't know if you'd see this today. Uh, hung jury episode ten. Claire and Trevor are forced to serve on a jury together during Christmas. Claire frets about not Because spending... that could possibly happen for both of them to be on the same jury for... Anyway, continue, please. Claire frets about not spending the holiday with Alex, while Trevor tries to help two black jurors connect. In the end, the female black juror takes a liking to a white juror. Oh my god. Excuse me? So the there's whole only summary. two black jurors. He assumes that they should probably fall in love because there are two black people there. Well, it doesn't say no, I like, know. what I'm the rest is. But that that's way. that's exactly what I imagined. I'm yes. like, he just like looks over, sees him, he's like, those two would be so cute together. Oh god. god. It's... Rob, so disappointed in you, buddy. <laughs> it's like... There's, there's... So disappointed. Thank god the show got oh, cancelled or else we probably go- wouldn't when... have a Veronica Mars. Veronica right? Mars was 2006? I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's 2006. Like, almost 10 years after this. There's it's, some cool ideas. Like, there's an episode where a guy who thinks he's Don Quixote shows up, hmm. which I would have liked to see, and he thinks that uh, Cupid, or, sorry, Trevor, is his Sancho Panza, and he wants to pick up this stripper who's the uh, the love interest from Don Quixote, whose name I forget. I, but, um, like, there's what, what can you really ask? Like, 
every episode is disconnected except for those two. No, we know I because agree. it's the first season they don't get together by the end of it. I think also because it got cut short, right? In theory, it should have been like 21, 22 episodes. Mm -hmm. So just like with Six Degrees, we're like smack in the middle here. So if we really got to 22, I feel like that's when we would have seen a change in uh, Cupid and Claire's relationship, either Mm -hmm. in one direction or the other. And that's hinted at in 17, something like where you think, okay, if we come back, maybe we're going to see these two moving together. Uh, well, long story short, the show was terrible, and don't waste your time on it. I enjoyed all the 90s stuff. I enjoyed Piven's performance. I enjoyed most of the people's performances. Two 90s shows in a row, Gilmore Girls uh, and then this. Gilmore's Girls was... Wait, what year is Gilmore Girls start? What happened? Uh, it started in 99, or, or, or 2000, I think. That's but incredible. It's, it's very 90s... Um, like, kind of holdover, because, yeah. you know, it was shot in the late 90s. Yeah. Rob Thomas was a creator also on a 90210. Yes, on the, the, the remake. Watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's But he. we talked about that on the episode. Did we? He was... didn't stick around to yeah. even premiering. They he, switched he... showrunners so many okay. times on that show. Uh, so, and I yeah. liked the pilot. Was like, I was going to say, we have watched an incredible amount of Rob Thomas. I know. Stuff. He's got a new show on right now, too. Uh, uh, iZombie. Oh, I would like... I hear good things. Yeah, I've heard good things, too. I just haven't had time to check it out. I would like to ask... Did anyone else look up? This is a weird show because ten years later it gets remade, remade by Rob Thomas. <laughs> well, he's listed as the creator still, but yeah. I think there's a different showrunner. Oh, okay, so maybe he's just on there because he gets credit for the original. Because I thought that it was usually very that strange of him to like take a second crack at it at this terrible, terrible premise to yeah. begin with. The lead, Bobby Cannavale is amazing. The lead writer on this, the only other one credited for all seven episodes of the remake, is Ethan Drogan. Mm. Uh, I mean, probably there was a female writer out. credited for the finale as well. We should mention her name. It was it, Rob Thomas, and um, I wrote her name down. Well, Vanessa Taylor. Nice to know that some women worked on this show because you would oh, never know it. No, nope. I mean, so it does say here in the the for Cupid. It says it's a reworking of Rob Thomas's series. Okay, series so Cupid. he wasn't involved. Okay, so that I makes think more sense. That because it's so weird to try and like make. A show a second time that it you is weird. already made a first time that didn't work out. You can totally tell that this is a a procedural because like there's one writer per. I episode. totally like didn't think it was. Up the work went back. Yeah, it felt very much like that to me. Mm. But I saw that Connie was only in that one episode because she was the only good part of this whole mess. And I, I think was like, I was. Oh, if you're in this, maybe it'll be better. But extremely <laughs> distracted also by the quality. All of right, the let's just let's, let's just, just tie it off. We let's don't. Just, we all agree that it's not really worth watching. Except as like a little time capsule. I think it's definitely not worth watching. I, I would yeah. check out the pilot just like for as long as you can stand it because it's interesting. I'd like it's a watch weird show. Again. Yeah, I think See, I would too. If you, I think <laughs> I think everyone should watch bad TV. Just I don't even think. Well, I don't you even can think learn, show, I think as much from the bad stuff as you can from the good stuff for sure. Yeah. Made me angry. I was just like incredibly. The show made me so bad. I was yeah. so like when I came out of this, I just didn't. I first four minutes, I almost called you both and was like, <laughs> let's switch to the other one. I, don't I, know, I wanted to. I I'm want, glad we did it. Yeah. I'm glad. I like when we watch really something that's to. all right. Well, let's pick our next victim, and hopefully, it will be uh, better. 
Alright. Oh, right. You're, well, you're pulling up the list. On that one. No, no. You had oh. one point ahead of Saskia. Yes! So you get. Hey, hey! Donut. Oh my god, it looks like strawberry? It's a uh, poached plum. Oh my god. It is a poached plum donut. That's, that sounds amazing. Wow. Oh, that's delicious. I'm so excited. They've I never had it. that option. That's why I got it. Yes. Totally new. Poached, poached plum. Poached Very plum. summery. Saskia, would you like to pick your number yes, first? Yes, I think this it's week? one thousand and one or one and one thousand and three. Eight hundred seventy-one. Eight hundred seventy-one. I will pick uh, seven hundred and ninety. That's good. I think okay. we're good. We're gonna get a good one. I th- Ooh, everybody across your. Oh my God, Saskia, you picked Lost. Whoa. Eight hundred seventy-one is motherfucking Lost. Seven hundred and I've never seen it. You've never seen Lost. Mm-mm. I've oh, seen a couple of God. episodes when they're down in the bunker and they're putting the number right. in. I will this. tell you that Lost was my favorite show for maybe three years. Is that from season two? That's season, season two, two is when season they first three. get into the bunker. So it's season two is the bunker. Two episodes from season two. That's it. It was a hilarious. I, I or the once, hatch. I, guess I once lo- yeah, what, was so obsessed yeah. with Lost that I, I watched. Um, I watched I it and I woke up in the middle of the night as Jacob was coming to bed and I told him, "No, we got to go to the." bunker wow we have to turn off the numbers in the bunker That's and i talked for maybe mm. it was a full minute that i got really mad i'm like no loss was my reality in my brain because i watched it so much That's that true. i was in the bunker and i needed to put in the numbers well, or all our, our whole life would fall apart that that would be a great one to quiz me on the donut because <gasps> there'd be a lot but i'll be the only well, one because you guys have seen it That's immense fine, amount because at least there's a linear plot yeah. how if well, how everything matters is WKRP in Cincinnati, Ooh. which is a straight-up comedy from the late 70s. I think we should do Lost. I, I love WKRP Lost. in Cincinnati. Oh, it's one of my though. favorites. It's so but good. But, it's, again, it's going to be very difficult. Well, I mean, I have an incredible amount of love on that Lost. show. And at least the characters are consistent. It's very like, Barney Miller. What, what can possibly change from... Mm-hmm. Beginning to end, when you only have three consistent characters. Yeah. I, forget it. We're done with Cupid. I, I <laughs> say lost. I All say right, lost. Guys, I'm gonna vote for last for it. I I, I have sworn. How are you gonna watch that it? That I would not watch it till I You're was going on to my watch deathbed. It. Well, Do you know what? I'm actually okay with, you with, with watching this. this because when I started Lost, it was mid third season. My friend, my great friend, Krista Dyer. Hello, Hi, Krista. Krista P. Dyer. You're wonderful. We love you. Uh, yes. Um, she. She watched Lost, and she was watching Lost, and I decided to watch it with her, and it was, like, mid-third season, and I watched it at the end of the third season. I got so addicted that I went and bought the first season, watched it within two and a half days, went back to Walmart that very day, bought the second season, and I watched season one and season two in five days. Wow. I'm not kidding. I slept maybe six hours a night and watched Lost I'm all day I'm still long. 100% convinced that I'm not going to give two craps. You're going to. I don't... Well, we'll see next week, but oh, I really don't believe you. This is going to be a hard one. Lost is absolutely incredible. John Locke is... Well, it's nice to go from Cupid to something that has a chance of being interesting. Uh, well, some strong female characters. Some strong any characters. Yeah. All Thank- right. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. We know it I was hope kind you enjoyed this. this week. I think you'll enjoy. It. You yeah, did. I think you enjoyed it. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Trevor. Hello. Are you sure you want to do this? Sure, Trevor. I'll be there. Okay.
拜。